This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I am your host, Gianna, and today we welcome Susan to the show. Susan, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course, and special thank you to our sponsors, Spear Rocket VA, for making another episode possible. And now today is a special episode because Susan has a very unique story when it comes to making her transition over to EXP. But before we dive into that, you know, Susan, what market are you in? Where are you from? And how'd you find yourself in real estate? Okay. So um, I am in Asheville, North Carolina, and um, that's the market that I'm, I'm in. And um, how I found myself into real estate. It was a, a second career after being in social work and then okay. started having children and uh, started working for childcare. So I decided to stay home and got into home sales, direct mm -hmm. sales and fell in love with sales. And so as the kids got older, I chose to get into real estate because it gave me that freedom of being able to take care of my children, help, help be a, a, a mom and a, and a wife, and also have the flexibility of real estate and did very well. Absolutely. Awesome. So we loved the flexibility. And, you know, Susan, how long have you been with EXP since July, you said? Yes, I've been real estate since 06, but I joined EXP in July of 2021. Okay, awesome. So what drew you to EXP? Why did you want to join here? Well, I um, a little bit of background on myself. I was uh, at, starting out in real estate in 06, was a top producer with Coldwell Banker in the first two years, probably a lot to do with my large sphere, but also my sales background, I think, had a lot to do with it. And mm -hmm. then um, after two years at the pit of the real estate market in August of 2009, um, I decided to leave Cobalt Banker and I opened up a national franchise that was new to the um, Asheville area and started it with just myself. It was called Ex It's Exit Realty. And I grew my company to about 130 agents. So in July of 2021, I chose to move my company over to EXP, mainly because of the support that I saw that EXP was offering. Um, being a broker owner is not what it's all what it's cut out to be. It's a lot of ego. Um, uh, but if, I mean, if you know, people say you're a broker owner, that you know, helps your ego. But there's a lot of um, burden behind it, a lot of liability. Um, everything's on you as far as the training, as far as the staff. You're carrying the whole load. And so I love the, the concept that EXP offered where they they kind of were my foundation. They provided the training. They provided the bookkeeping. They provided everything. And all I needed to do was just level my agents and grow my organization, which is what I enjoy most about being in real estate is, is um, loving on my, my agents and helping them be oh, successful. Yeah. And, you know, buying into them and really, you know, making sure that they uh, have good foundations and are keeping up with warm leads and creating new ones and um, okay. just being a good staple in the community, top of mind. That's great. Um, Susan, what makes you really say like, Hey, I'm already XP now and I'm never leaving this place. Oh gosh. Well, um, 
you know, I, I, with, I brought over 130 agents. I have about 110 mm -hmm. now. And so right there, having that foundation, that's given me the extra strategy that I'm building up so that um, not to say I'll ever retire from real estate, but I do want that freedom of location, freedom of time, mostly where I have a little more flexibility. I've already noticed that's, that's mm -hmm. happening. Um, the transition was challenging. I'm not going to lie about it. Uh, I have an awesome staff that helped with that. Uh, we are finishing up some of the tweaking, some of the transitioning over. Um, but at the same time, I'm already seeing where I have freedom. I can, I went to Cabo's a couple of weeks ago with um, uh, the build of one big fire, I believe it was called the Brink Go Conference. And just having that freedom of being able to leave for seven days and knowing that there was a big for my agents to reach out to, that my phone wasn't ringing off the hook, that I wasn't, you know, my phone wasn't tied to my ear for seven days. That kind of freedom is huge. And so um, the knowing that there's so much more training that they could, the, that EXP offers my agents than I could ever offer. It was that it was those type of things, the security of knowing that I was giving my agents the opportunity to grow their own business. You know, we're agent owned and agent grown. And the fact that they can grow their own business as opposed to just feeding me was a, a huge a reason why I went over to EXP. I feel like it's the forefront of real estate in so many ways. Um, Glenn Sanford is a genius in the way he has his business model set up. It's, it's, it can't fail. And um, for that reason, his forward thinking, I just, um, the stock options for those reasons, I don't see myself ever leaving. Absolutely. And Susan, you know, obviously you're busy. You've got a team, you're building um, you know, your legacy here. And how do you take care of Susan? How do you make sure you're avoiding burnout mode? Like I know you said you got to go to Cabo, but you were working there. You were doing, uh, you know, some workshops and you were bettering yourself. So in your free time, if you have any, you know, how do you take care of yourself and make sure that you're avoiding burnout mode? Ah, very good question. Well, um, I just came back as in Monday, Tuesday, no, I guess it was last week. Anyway, I just came back from a 10 day fishing trip. So I love to fish. I do pedal kayak fishing and um, we are up here in North Carolina. Uh, we have lakes. Uh, so we do. Um, I love to go out on, on, on a lake and pedal kayak and troll fish for lake trout. And so yeah. enjoy doing that. I'm also a silversmith. And so those are my hobbies that I enjoy doing when I'm not reading and building my, 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 my company. But those are, um, I love pounding on metal. <laughs> That's a That's great story. Cool. How, do you, even, how yeah. do you even get into that? Like, how does one pick that up as a hobby, just casually? Did you know oh, somebody God. that was in it before or what? Well, you, you take, um, you know, I I, um, I actually found a studio in downtown Asheville. Asheville is very artsy. And what? I found a studio in downtown Asheville where you could make a ring. And it was just for anybody, you know, come in and make a ring. And so I made one and I thought, well, this is really cool. And so then I started just, you know, watching YouTube videos and things like that. And then I started discovering more studios in the area that I could take classes from. So mm -hmm. I've just been taking classes at a beginner level and moving up. And um, one day I hope to get good enough that I can actually sell online and, and design jewelry. But it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's an expensive hobby. you got a lot of tools and torches and hammers and nothing's oh, cheap, but sure. at the same time, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really cool, um, you know, hobby to find yourself in. And like you said, it could be lucrative later on, which is super exciting. Um, so that's pretty cool, cool hobby. And, you know, Susan, you're making sure to take care of yourself, which is great. It's good for your team. It's good for the people that you mentor. And I would like to know, 
you know, next, how your story is so unique in coming over to eXp, right? We talked a little bit about it off camera, but I would love for you to really dive in and, you know, give us, tell us your secrets. What did you do? How'd that transition go? Um, give us the background on how it even came about to be. Well, it was kind of funny. Um, I had a business coach uh, about um, three years ago. I have a business, okay. business coach every year. As long as I've owned my real estate company, I've always hired a business coach. Every year it's a different one, That's but they help, yeah. they help me grow, grow my company. And mm -hmm. I needed that. And so um, about three or four years ago, I had a business coach named John Mikish. And so John um, was at, was in Charlotte with has Roost Realty in Charlotte. And he was showing me how to grow a team. And mm -hmm. so at that time, my franchise agreement was getting ready to run to, to be up with with exit. And so I, I um, was looking at other options, just kind of seeing before I signed another renewal, five year renewals, I looked at other options. So at that point, um, I looked around and I looked at EXP and, and John actually, John was not even in EXP at the time, but he said, you ought to go talk to AJ Mata with EXP. So I did. I met with AJ and great guy and he was very informative, but the business model was not where I felt like it, it would suffice. Um, you know, basically I was going to have to run my brick and mortars and things off of my revenue, uh, the revenue stream, the rev share. And so it was kind of like, ah, you know, I'm giving, you know, 80% is going to, the agent 20% is going to EXP and then I just have to run my brick and I, I can't do it. I'd have too much overhead. So I, I just can't make it happen. So at the time I backed away from it, but then um, I have a dear friend who is under John Mikish now with EXP named Jason Shimpaw and Jason oh. approached me a couple um, about a year ago. And Jason, I've been friends for probably the last seven years. I know John Mikish through Jason. And so um, he brought it up again. And I was like, no, Jason, I'm not interested. I've already checked it out. I'm not interested. And he sure. and he was like, I really think you ought to look at it again. And I was like, no, <laughs> I told you I'm not interested. Don't bring it up again. And he was he was very respectful and he didn't bring it up. He but he kept staying in touch with me. You know, so many times when we're when we try to recruit somebody, when they give us that hands up and don't talk about it, we just kind of like, well, you're dead to me. And we move on to the next person. Right. Of but course. he did. And he kept loving on me and he kept reaching out and just, hey, how can I serve you? How are you doing? Because we had a friendship before, you know, mm -hmm. the, the conversation about EXP. Um, but I would share just because he was almost like a coach to me because he is a national coach. But I would share with Jason some of my frustrations I was having. He could tell just from our, our, our conversations how burdened I was, how it was almost oppressive, the, all the weight on my shoulders dealing with 130 agents. And I was recruiting like five agents a month. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Stay busy. My, mm -hmm. my profit wasn't going up because my expenses were going up. Because that meant more trainers, that meant more of my time, that meant, you know, I'm hiring more staff. It just, everything was, so it wasn't, there was no benefit to recruiting because of the fact that it was, my cost was going up. Um, right. So anyway, so he, so um, anyway, the more I thought about it, I think he said, Susan, the business models change. You really need to look at it. And so I don't know that the business model has changed, but they him and John got together and we kind of created an outside of the box way to do it with the hybrid model. I was not mm -hmm. ready to give up my brick and mortars. And so they, they helped me create a compensation plan that was lucrative to the agents, but at the same time gave me the money that I needed to, to keep my brick and mortars sustainable. 
and all my overhead. And so that's what we do. Our, our, my business model with High Vistas Realty, which is the name of my company within EXP, is a little bit of a different mm-hmm. model split than the, um, than the, you know, than the 80-20 split. But we provide a lot of community culture um, support training with the agents, hand-holding, things like that, that a lot of agents are, and the brick and mortars, that the agents still, some of those agents just aren't ready to give up that brick and mortar. They, in their, you know, we all know you don't need it, but in their mind, they feel, they connect that brick and mortar to community and to culture. And you're right, you know, you don't need it, but if it's a preference for you, it is really good to have um, those tools and then like the community and the environment around you, especially because we live in a world that is so focused on the metaverse and, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be intimidating. And, you know, for many, it's actually a reason why they don't end up coming over to EXP because they feel like they're not going to have that support, that physical brick and mortar support. And um, so you, you said, you know, that you came up with this idea based on, you know, spitballing ideas with your coach or, um, you know, what would have been your, your, like alternative plan or did this kind of seem like the end all be all for you or the best decision or um, I guess it just go further for us. Well, I, I, I could have just sold my company, you know, sure. I, I could have just sold my company and walk and, and walked away. It's that's not as easy as one would think, you know, you got 130 agents. People think, wow, you can sell that. Well, yeah, but most, most of most franchises, most companies, if you sell it, they want you there for the next three to five years. And right. because they don't want you just, you just can't sell it and walk out the door because your agents are going to follow you out the door, you know? Right. So they want you to stay there. And the price that they're going to pay you is based on the, how many agents stay and produce. So mm-hmm. it's, 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 there's a lot of gray area, a lot of gray area. And just, it really didn't seem like a good fit for me um, because I still wanted, I would, I wasn't ready to give up real estate. I was burned out. I was burned mm-hmm. out, but I wasn't ready mm-hmm. to give up real estate. I was just ready to, I was ready for a, a, a new challenge. I was bored with my, with my business model. There wasn't any changes in the business model of the, of the former company and I was bored with it. Um, but I was also, I was ready for a new challenge, but I was also ready to provide my agents um, a, a new way of looking at real estate. In my opinion, the next three to five years, Real estate is it is already changing drastically and it's going to change even more in the next three to five years. And I just see I see that a lot of companies aren't going to make it in the next three to five years. Mm-hmm. Traditional independence um, and EXP is the way to go. It's the forward way of thinking. So um, that's what's that's what really appealed to me. And to me, it was really the only option for my for my company was to go to EXP because of that. And, you know, Susan, you say that real estate is changing right now and it it is heavily, um, but, you know, maybe for some new real estate agents that may be listening, you know, in what ways is real estate changing in the current market and, you know, what should they expect in the next three to five years, you know, so that we don't leave it so vague for the newbies who are just joining the industry. And uh, on my last podcast, you know, right now she said, you know, a turkey could think that they're a, a bald eagle soaring in the wind if there's flying in a tornado, right? Um, so yeah. you know, when the wind yeah. stops and, um, you know, the eagles are able to take off and soar again, you know, what happens to the turkey? I think it would just offer some, you know, valuable insight to see your opinions on the market and, sure. you know, obviously the reasons you didn't sell and uh, just the insight. 
Okay. Well, I, I, I don't like to be a Debbie Downer. I mean, I'm, I'm not a negative person at all, but at the same time, I am a, I am a realist and I pay attention to what's going on in the market. And I feel like that, that as realtors, our professional, our professional standard is we're getting hit in the commission in many ways. And it's, and, and, and we're going to keep getting bombarded. And, um, the uh, the way that, um, you know, with the Department of Justice and NAR coming into agreement that now commissions have to be disclosed um, and not that we were never they were never not disclosed, but I but maybe not as much as they should be. But if a buyer's agent has to negotiate their commission with their buyer, it's going to be a challenge. I just think it's going to be a challenge. I think um, open door, a lot of these um, different everybody is trying to figure out how to skirt around the realtor. And I told my, um, I've, I've told my agent since the day I opened up my, my real estate office in 2009, I told him, I told, I saw it back then. I said, guys, if we do not bring more value and I always use my V, my, my peace sign for value. I said, if we do not bring more value to the table, we're going to be the travel agent of the 21st century. We're going to, we're going to lose it. If we do not raise the standard and bring more value to the table, the internet has dumbed our profession down. And, um, and so that's where I feel like that we have got to continue to show our value. And I think the reason that people are questioning the commission is because we're not showing our value. And a lot of these newer agents, you know, it takes longer to get your license to cut hair than it does to get a real estate license. And, um, a lot of these newer agents, especially in this market, when you're going as fast as we're going and the pace we're going in, people are slinging paper and the agents are not negotiating. In my, my, in my opinion, the best skill that an agent needs to spend the most time working on and learning about and probably where where real estate as a whole has the fewest the fewest training on is negotiations and how to negotiate. We don't we don't know how to negotiate. A lot of our agents, especially the newer ones, are, are messengers. I mean, I've even seen them pushing emails back and forth from the buyer to me when I don't need to be looking at the buyer, you know, um, because they won't rewrite the email, you know, just laziness. So that's kind of um, I just feel like we've lo- we we, we got to get that standard up. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do this. I just I don't know how, but how we're going to get it back up to where it is. But I just feel like that. Um, there's a lot of changes going on and, and the solution, what's the solution? In my mind, the solution is diversification that we have got to diversify as an agent. If you're putting all of your marbles in the transaction treadmill, then three to five years. Okay. And you, you're going to be working three times as hard for either a flat fee, or you're going to be working three times as hard just well to make some money. Okay. Right. But you've got to diversify. Number one is investing in real estate. That's where you that's where agents need to be doing. They need to be investing in real estate every chance they get. And then number two is what revenue streams, other revenue streams such as rev share. OK, passive income, which comes from your investment properties, but also uh, passive income stocks. Start preparing. What are some other, you know, um, tr- figure out how to be a coach. And start coaching others. What become a mentor with EXP and mentor others? How can you make other streams of revenue? And um, and then also with EXP, they're also providing us so many other ways uh, with um, educating us through commercial certifications, through reload certifications. All the certifications they provide at no cost to the agents, which empowers them with education, which is going to make them even more valuable, right? So um, just things like that. I just see where we're on the cutting edge of all of that. And if those those agents who are just 
working with the buyer, working with the seller, you're as good as your last transaction. And it's, it's a changing. Sum it up. I think that you make a great point. No matter what brokerage, what you're in, you know, we're all in the same industry right now and you have yes. to bring value to what you bring to the table. And that means staying on top and staying relevant. You know, if you're not focused on your social media right now, you better get focused, you know, because mm -hmm. people want to buy from who they feel like they know, like, and trust. And that's what social media creates. It creates those endorsements right. and those relationships where your followers feel like they can know, like, and trust you and bringing value to the table. Not only are you selling them a house, you're getting them into their forever home. Yes. And, you know, Susanna, it's, it's going to be a scary market, um, you know, as things begin to shift and change. It doesn't mean that the housing market has to crash, but the only thing consistent in this life is change and something's right. going to happen. And earlier, you know, the analogy I shared with you earlier, that tornado is eventually going to give up and that turkey's going to be on the ground and they're going to have to figure out in their own way how to soar because they, they'll be able to, but they're going to have to big, build themselves the tools and the bones and um, evolve into that yeah. eagle that they that's want. Exactly to become. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, that's, the really cool thing about EXP and, you know, you said you were going to, was it shareholders or EXP con this year? That you're going oh, to both, but yeah, I'm going oh, to both, but okay. shareholders will be in, in, um, in Orlando in June. So that'll be the next conference. I'll be at both of those. So um, I will look forward to seeing you there, Susan, and picking yeah. your brain, but um, you know, getting involved into these, these classes and the training and these networking events, that EXP provides you, you're only going to come back better because not only does it give you a break from the office, you know, you get to go see a little bit more of the world, maybe even check out a different market, but you're going to be in a position where proximity is power and you're going to be around some of the best of the best agents in the game, you know, That's not right. just EXP, but in the game, you know, we've got Kyle Whistle, Daniel Beer, tons of brilliant minds that are going to be there that you can rub elbows with and, mm. I'm telling you, when I'm in the same room as these men and I've had the opportunity to be before, they don't even have to know my name. And that's fine by me because I know theirs and I'm watching them. How they that's act. Right. How they, I mean, I had the opportunity to see John Cheplick make a recruiting call live in front of an audience. Totally unscripted. It was brilliant. This guy kept shooting him down again and again and again. And he was just resilient in it, but in a non-annoying way. You know, um, like you said, you have to invest in investment properties coming up. And frankly, if you have the opportunity to do so, build your downline because yeah. that is some passive income. I've talked to some icon agents that make eight to nine thousand dollars a month off of their downline. They That's don't right. even have to sell a house. Mm -mm. But she's like, Yeah, it pays for my beach house mortgage. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, exactly, which is probably a vrbo yeah exactly yeah passive income and you know investing in yourself so that mm -hmm. in the future you know maybe you maybe you get this team going and you don't sell a single house for years but you're part of exp and you're coaching and you're taking these people in and you're forming the future of real estate that's exciting that's something to be proud to be a part of and yes. Susan, I don't think you could have said it better. And it's been so cool to hear about your experience, you know, bringing over a team and um, this deal that you cut out with EXP to be the best of both worlds. And I think that's one of the really cool things about EXP. And, you know, I like to tell people EXP is like a skeleton, right? It gives you the bones yeah. and you get to build it, right? Yeah. So you get to pick what color you want to wear. You get to pick your personal brand. You can scale it up as hard as you want to and be a giant in the industry 
or you can do it part-time. I have met icon agents that this is just their side gig. Oh, wow. What? You know, some people are like, I don't believe in the part-time agent. Well, I didn't either until I met <laughs> these incredible people that are producing in the top 2% mm -hmm. of EXP in their free time. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah, that is mind -blowing. We, we have to, you know, all have the, the mindset of being a hustler like that as the mm -hmm. industry evolves and changes and, you know, more people are looking for houses, more people are flooding to big cities and it's just, the game is going to change and you have to evolve or get left behind. And I think that has been some really valuable content to offer Susan. Yes. Well, yeah. And, you know, we've had a 25-minute podcast. I think it's been really valuable and great insight on, you know, how you've tackled EXP and made it your own and, you know, how you run such a strong and very full team. That's a lot of people to be bringing over to EXP and in charge of and um, not even like just micromanaging because obviously I just I don't pick you as a micromanager, Susan, but to be, um, you know, leading in a way, like available to and teacher for and um, a, hold, a hand to hold when they need it, but not holding on to them when they're ready to run. And I think that that's right. really exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Susan, you know, we are coming up on 25 minutes. It's been an awesome episode. Is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with? Um, in the meantime, I just think it's, we've talked about some incredible things and an incredible story and um, we know you like to hit the metal hard and <laughs> make some cool stuff and take care of yourself and take care of your team. And I think that's been awesome. Oh yeah. The only, only thing, anyone who is, um, either considering EXP or has joined, I, um, I know a lot of people come in and they're, you know, even the ones that I've, I've sponsored and brought in or, 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 you know, um, talk to on behalf of my team. Um, a lot of them, you know, they're not interested. They, the rap share almost scares them off and they're kind of like, ah, you know, just want to buy and sell. I mean, just want to sell real estate or just want to work with buyers and sellers, which is great. And like you said, you can, you can customize this company any way you want to. Um, but I would ask that um, I would suggest that they be open, just keep an open mind, just keep an open mind because um, that's what, that's where the, the growth is for the future. And I just think that that's a, you know, if the, the big regret I have heard so many agents who are very successful with EXP say is I wish I had shared about the business sooner. And it's not be, it's not for your pocketbook. It's for the lives you're going to change. And you never know how, you know, who could, who could, benefit from that rev share and it's and it's so easy to do especially right now it, it's amazing how many how many agents now there's been enough news about exp they're ready to hear about it now so now it's kind of like yeah i'd like to hear more and so we're at we're in a sweet sweet spot and please take advantage of it absolutely i couldn't agree more you know um exp is changing lives you know from the single mama you know, trying to make it with her kids alone to a dad who's just won custody of his four kids, just trying to, you know, make sure he can pay for their weddings and college and yes. everything else in between. And these stock options are incredible. I mean, downline passive income is incredible. Just think about the possibilities that are over here at eXp. And we live in a virtual world, people. If you're watching this episode and you're like, man, I don't like any of these other snot-nosed people that Gianna's talking to. Of course, nobody's like that on my show. Um, but I really vibe with Susan. But guess what? You know, I'm in California. and She's all the way on the other side of the country. Why would she ever talk to me? We live in a virtual world. 
email exactly. her, shoot her a message on Facebook, get connected, ask her questions, be excited and get involved. If you feel like Susan is somebody you're going to vibe with, talk to her. There or you go. from my last episode, maybe somebody from my episode right after her. If you, that's you who you like and feel like you want to be involved with that EXP, do it. No yeah. hard feelings. We'll be excited yeah. to have you. And as long as you're over here and ready to work and ready to pick up the tools and learn, mm -hmm. EXP is the place for you. That's exactly right. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. Susan, thank you so, so much for your time today. And I will be super excited to see you as shareholders. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistance, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistance. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success, and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.